Do you know that Greece is good for solos? It's a destination for history lovers, island getaways, digital nomads and cat lovers. Having just spent six weeks in Greece, I share all my tips in this week's episode. So if you're looking to solo travel to Greece, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Ancient sites, temples, breathtaking islands and a vibrant contemporary culture, it makes Greece a must-stop on any solo itinerary. The country offers something for everybody and there are places to go in Greece for any kind of solo, whether you're a history buff, a beach lover, island lover, a foodie, a night owl or a nature enthusiast. So most trips beginning in Athens, which is one of the most popular cities and places to visit in Greece, Athens is steeped in history, it has numerous colourful neighbourhoods and it's the ideal base from which to explore the rest of the country. As for things to see in Athens, you'll definitely want to visit the Acropolis and the Acropolis Museum, which is one of the best things to do in the country. This famous archaeological site is one of the tourist attractions and is home to the world-famous Panthenon. Your ticket to the Acropolis allows you free access to nearby ancient Agora, or marketplace, which was the focal point of civic life in ancient Athens. Today, the Agora is a lovely and shady oasis in the middle of the city's chaos and a great place to curl up with a book on a hot afternoon. The Agora's museum inside the restored stoa of Atalos provides a fascinating glimpse into everyday life in ancient Athens. For solo travel in Athens, just wandering the neighbourhoods of the city centre could amuse you for days. And the air-conditioned National Archaeology Museum is especially good on a hot afternoon. Athens also has fantastic nightlife, but grab a buddy from your hotel or hostel before venturing out into the hours of the night. During the summer months, you can make the most of the open-air cinemas. The films are also in English, the beach bars and also the clubs along Poseidonus Street. You can do day trips as well. So you can take a day trip to visit the Temple of of Poseidon in Sunil. The temple itself is even more beautiful than the Acropolis and its dramatic setting on a cliff overlooking the sea is breathtaking with a clean, inviting and uncrowded beach literally right next door. Delphi is the home of the famous ancient oracle. It's another excellent day trip from Athens. It's about two and a half hours away from the city in the mountains and its ancient ruins and gorgeous natural setting provide a perfect escape from the city's summer heat. Numerous tours head to Delphi daily, as does the country's national bus company called KTEL. If you are driving, it's worthwhile to spend an extra hour or so on the road to visit the hot springs at Thermopylae. Thermopylae was, of course, the site of the famous ancient battle where the 300 Spartan soldiers made their heroic stand against the invading Persians. Nothing remains today to indicate that the battle ever took place, but it remains one of the unique places in Greece to visit. The hot springs here are the best place in Greece to soothe your sore muscles, and because it's also free, it's one of the cheap things to do in Greece, set in a striking location. You can also explore the islands from Athens. It's a great base for getting your feet wet in terms of island explorations. You've got the islands of Aegina and Hydra can both be visited in a day from Athens. Aegina is famous for its pistachios. It's relatively flat, so if you want to rent a bicycle once you arrive on the island, that is the best way to get around. Hydra is slightly more upmarket. Its picturesque port town offers great shopping and eating, 
and its hilly interior provides many options for hikers and explorers. There are also other islands in the Saronic Islands, which are the first group of islands from Athens. So I'm actually filming this from Agistri. It takes 45 minutes on a boat called the Flying Dolphin. And it's such a lovely little island. It's not really that flat. So if you, if you hire a bike, it's kind of up and down. But it's a lovely island with a really safe feel to it. All of the islands that I've actually been to in Greece have a really safe feel to them. Other islands that you can explore in the Saronic Islands are Spetses and also Potros. Also close to Athens, the city of Nafplio is a breezy seaside resort not far from the city, from the capital city, with easy access for exploring the ancient ruins at Messene. If you're lucky enough to be in Nafplio during the annual summer festival, you can experience live theatre, music and dance in the authentic and well-preserved ancient theatre at nearby Epidauros. After you've finally explored Athens and its surroundings, a good choice if you want to venture deep into the mainland or head straight to the islands. A good choice for staying on the islands is the Peloponnese, which is relatively close to Athens and will provide you with a good idea of daily life in Greece today. Other highlights of the Peloponnese include Monimivasia, a city in such a stunning and unlikely location that you won't believe it really exists. Monimivasia is a well-preserved medieval fortress climbing a 100-metre cliff on a tiny island just off the mainland. Today, it's filled with tiny guest houses, restaurants and art boutiques. The best place in Greece to pay homage to today's Olympic Games is ancient Olympia in the western Peloponnese near the west coast. The ancient city is about two hours from Pylos, a laid-back area packed with turquoise sand beaches, cool forests and abundant hiking opportunities. Then there's Thessaloniki, which is the country's second city. And at the time of the Byzantine Empire, it was said to be the wealthiest. It's located in the north of the country and there are some beaches here, but the city is mostly just known for its sightseeing. It's also popular with the party crowd, thanks to its nightlife scene and waterfront bars, which offer a good place to walk during the day. The main things to see in Thessaloniki are the White Tower on the waterfront, Hagios Demetrios, a church known for its mosaic panels, the colourful houses of Ladadika, the Arch of Galerius and the UNESCO-listed Rutana. From Thessaloniki, it's 57 miles to Mount Olympus National Park, where you can hike and climb to your heart's content, spotting birds and wildlife. There are also mountain refuges where you can stay in the evenings and continue your hike the following day. If you're travelling from here to Athens, it's accessible with public transport. If you'd rather head straight to the islands for your Greek holiday, you've literally got hundreds of options. The Greek islands here are grouped together and the best Greek islands for solo travellers and the most popular ones are Zakynthos, known as Santi, Corfu and Kefalonia in the west. To the east are Rhodes and Kos, which make up some of the Donikinese islands. Santorini and Mykonos are located in the central Aegean islands. Rhodes is the largest of this group of islands Things to do in Rhodes include exploring the old town and the historical medieval street of the Knights, visiting the palace of the Grand Masters, the Colossus of Rhodes, walking the medieval walls or cooling off at the water park. There are several day trips from here to Calisay to bathe in its thermal springs or to Lindos to see the beautiful white houses. It's also one of the best Greek places to visit. One of the most popular Greek islands has to be 
Santorini, with its villages perched atop sheer walls dropping down into the sea, which is a result of a massive volcanic eruption. Santorini is romantic with some of the most beautiful sunsets, but don't let that put you off, and it can get crowded, especially in Fira with its maze of steps. Kamarai is gorgeous and it's a great place to meet others and to experience the Greek nightlife, so expect some traditional Greek dancing and plate smashing here. For the adventurous solo, things to do in Greece are to rent an ATV to drive around the island. Definitely one of the most fun things to do in the country. Mykonos is a party island, but it can be overrun with groups of vacationing lads. So things to do in Mykonos are party. Mykonos Town is the place to go to spend a few hedonistic nights at big dance clubs with world-renowned DJs. It's also the best area to stay in Mykonos if you want to be close to the action. It's definitely for the sociable solo if you're looking to meet others. If you want some adventure in Greece, you can mix your lazy beach days with more active pursuits such as Kalanimos, which is famous worldwide for its rock climbing, Koz, a wind and kite surfing paradise, or Niziros, which offers hikes into an otherworldly volcanic crater. If you're new to these sports, then tour operators on all, all of the islands can outfit you in style. Island hopping in Greece can take time, so if you only have time for one island, visit Crete. It's Greece's largest island and it has some of the best beaches in Greece and plenty to offer everybody. The Venetian city of Hania is arguably the country's prettiest and it has superb shopping and restaurants, while the ancient palace at Kosinos will please those with an interest in history. The island's most beautiful beaches are on the southern coast and they include spectacular Elephonisi, which is only accessible by Greek Islands Ferry or on foot. The island also offers plenty of world-class hiking opportunities, including Samaria Gorge, which is Europe's largest and most beautiful gorge. Buses leave from Hania early in the mornings for the top of the gorge, and they pick you up in the afternoon, or ferries pick you up in the afternoon, after you've done the hike, which is entirely downhill, and it ends 16 kilometres later in the isolated beach town of Agia Rumeli. So ferries come and pick you up and then they return you to your hotel or hostel. Basically, Greece is a perfect summer destination. I'm still here the end of October and temperatures are 20, 21. So you can still get on the beach for a few hours. And with your money going even further here, it's a good time to visit. Accommodation in Greece. There's a wide variety of accommodation in the country to choose from. Whether you prefer a stunning Greek villa, a boutique hotel, an apartment, a studio or one of the international hotels in Greece. There's even hotels in Athens which have got rooftop swimming pools. So you can stay in your own villa in Crete, for example, or a room with a view of the Acropolis in Athens. There are also hostels on the mainland and on various islands, and you can even pitch a tent at one of the campsites if you prefer to stay in nature. Some accommodation in the Greek islands is also family-run too, plus there is also Airbnb. It's relatively easy to travel around Greece, so there are several public transport options in the country for both the mainland and the islands. For getting around the mainland and travelling in Greece alone without a car, the country's bus system, KTEL, is the best way to travel in Greece. It's reliable, comfortable, safe, and it goes almost everywhere in Greece, which means you can travel from the major cities to the islands which are close to the mainland. But... Athens does have two long-distance bus stations, so be sure to confirm which station your bus leaves from before setting off. They do have taxis here, 
You can also download Uber. It doesn't work like the conventional Uber in other countries. What it basically does is call a taxi. So if you're in Athens, for example, and you use the Uber app, then it will call one of the yellow taxis, which still makes it easier to get around, to be honest. If you are planning on driving, you can rent a car very easily, but people in Greece do drive a little bit on the wild side, so you may want to just take the bus instead. There are so many ferries, and the main port in Athens is called Athens Piraeus, and because there are so many islands, it's really easy to get to them with different ferries. There's a variety of different ferries. There's a flying cat, which is a catamaran, the flying dolphin, which I've never used before I've come to Greece, and also the the larger ships and the larger car ferries as well. You have to check in for your journey and then you just show your ticket and scan your QR code as you get on. There are also connections from Athens for slow boats that take you to places such as Crete, Santorini. So you can stay overnight on the boats. I'm not sure if you actually get a cabin. I think you just get a seat. So you might want to upgrade if you actually want to sleep horizontal. Also, if island hopping is your plan, there's a website called Greek Ferries and you can do island hopping and you can check where certain groups of islands go to the next island destination. So if you're traveling within a group of islands, it's very easy to travel around. For example, now I'm traveling around the Saronic Islands. So I traveled from Athens to Aina, which then goes to Agastri, which is 10 minutes later. Then I need to go back to Agina and then it will take me to Poros and then to Spetses, and then it goes all the way back from Spetses to Athens. So that's all of the Saronic Islands. It also takes you to a place on the peninsula here as well. There are also domestic flights to several destinations such as Corfu, Kefalonia, Kos, Mykonos, Paros, Rhodes, Thessaloniki, and Zanti. If you're wondering, is Greece safe to travel alone? The answer is yes. It's generally very safe for solo female travellers. Greek people who I've met so far are very friendly and helpful. Men can be a little bit more forward than in other Western countries, especially on the island. You might get a few men just staring at you if you're by yourself. But if you politely indicate your lack of interest and they'll apologise and leave you alone, I haven't had any problems as such. When you do solo travel here, especially in Athens, you just need to be careful at night and keep a close eye on your belongings as you would in any other city. The neighbourhoods of Monastiraki, Armenia, Pissiri boast some of the city's most colourful and alternative nightlife. But just don't venture out late at night on your own, especially in poorly lit areas. One area that women are not allowed to visit is Mount Athos on the Halakadiki Peninsula. This holy monastic region of Greece has barred women for centuries and apparently we're not even allowed within 500 metres of its coast. So my personal experience of travelling in Athens, when I first came here, I was part of two girls. So we stayed in Athens for a month, and then we visited some of the islands on the weekends, enjoyed the beach in Athens, tried out the co-working cafes, made friends. Then after the month, we parted ways, and I'm now solo in Greece. So I headed for the port to go solo and explore the rest of the Saronic Island, so I now know how it all works in regards to the metro. So you can get the metro and you basically buy a ticket for 90 minutes and then that will get you anywhere that you really need to go. So you can get to the airport from there, from the city of Athens, or you can get to the port within 90 minutes. 
I now know how to say hello and good afternoon. So hello is Calimera, good afternoon is Calispera. And even though the restrictions here are tighter because I'm traveling in COVID times, so I do need to wear a mask everywhere when I'm in Athens and then there is a curfew of 12.30 at night time and you're not allowed back out until 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning. On the islands, it's a lot more relaxed. You only need to wear masks if you're going inside a building. But Greece is a great country to visit solo, and I just want to share some of my tips for travelling alone here. Tip number one is travel in low season. I'm here in low season. I'm staying in this amazing hotel, which has a sea view, and it has a pool, and I'm just by the beach. And my roommate includes breakfast as well, and it's for 64 euros a night. So you can get some absolute bargains if you travel in low season. And because the hotel's actually quite small and there aren't that many people here, it's easier to meet people because you're recognising the same people at breakfast, or the same people having coffee in the afternoon, or the same people on the beach. So it is better for solo female travel, I think. Number two, mix it up a little bit. So I stayed in a studio for three nights, which was fantastic. It was on this island, Agustri, at the other end of the island. It was so quiet and gorgeous and the beach was on my doorstep. I was there for three nights and three nights was enough time for me. And now I've mixed it up and I'm in this hotel for the remainder of my three nights on this particular island. If you have a tendency to start feeling a little bit lonely when you stay somewhere for a while, which is what I do, then it's a really good idea to just mix up the accommodation. So I had all the quiet time that I needed there. Here I've got a bit more social environment should I need it. My third tip for solo travel in Greece is to go to co-working cafes. There were two different cafes I went to in Athens. One is called Third Place and you don't necessarily have to be remote working to to go there. If you just want to go there and you just want to have a cafe or you just want to have a panini or a Greek salad, then they're just a really nice environment where you just don't feel that alone. And again, it's easier to catch someone's eye and to meet people in those kind of cafes. There is also Meetup in Athens. You could join Meetup in Athens. There was a group that were meeting for cocktails and dinner during the time that I was here. I didn't get a chance to go, but Meetup is a very good platform to join. The fourth tip is to island hop. Take advantage of the islands. You can even base yourself in Athens for, say, a long weekend or a week And then go to one of the groups of islands for a week or two weeks, even if you only see a couple of the islands. It's very easy to get from island to island in the specific groups. And you can either reach the Soronic Islands, which is where I'm at, which are the closer ones, or there is another group of islands, which is Naxos, Paxos, Mykonos, which is slightly further away. But it's so easy to get the ferries here and to just go island hopping. So do take advantage of island hopping. My fifth tip is that the service here is great, but it is a little bit slow. So I do recommend don't go to a restaurant when you are really hungry. Go to a restaurant half an hour before you think that you're going to want to eat because then you can order your food and then your food will come at the time that you're hungry. So that's it. That's all my tips for solo traveling in Greece. And you can find out how to plan a trip to Greece with our solo traveling Greece destination guide on the Girl About the Globe website. Thanks for listening. 
Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.